afternoon, America, and welcome to the Dean's List. Winston Churchill once said, truth is incontrovertible. Panic may resent it. Ignorance may deride it. Malice may distort it. But there it is. And ladies and gentlemen, we are we are living, we are living this quote out. Every single aspect of this quote. We are in the middle of it. We are living it. And we're going to dive into it. We're going to explore it next on the Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. You can reach us at the Dean's List, the dean.list at protonmail.com. That is the email, the dean.list at protonmail.com. Reach out to us. We love to read the emails. If we can help you along the way in any way possible, we will do it. We want to be a resource for you. Also, you can follow us on Instagram. The Dean's List 33, that's where you can find us on Instagram. We have the receipts there. We show the stats. We we clearly point out in graph form the, the decline that this country has been in, really socially throughout. Since 1962-63, we show it in graph form. You can see the Violent crime is up 700%. And you can look at the graph and you can see how the SAT scores have tanked, absolutely tanked, since morality really was was exited out of the school building. That truth, my friends, is incontrovertible. It is impossible to dispute. It's just, it's right there before our very eyes. Churchill said it. And we're going to, we're going to look at this quote and we're going to see how it how it fits to us in society. Truth is incontrovertible. That are that part of the quote is represented by by people and parents throughout this country who are interested in defending the truth because they know that you can't dispute it, but they also know it's under attack. Panic may resent it. This represents people on the right. I don't want to call them weak-minded. I don't want to call them weaklings. I don't want to disparage them. I, I, I just I, I think it represents people that haven't been infused with courage yet. And so panic sets in when they hear truth. They 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 panic and then they resent it a little bit. It's I guess I would I would describe it this way. I do not buy into the terminology. I I don't use the word transgender. I mean I'm I'm using it now because it's going to fit my example. But even when I'm I'm reading some of these articles that that we talk about, if it uses the term transgender in the article, I, I don't use it. I just replace it with with the truth that the boy is dressing up like a girl or the girl is dressing up like a boy. That's the truth of it. I'm not going to give them their own their own special name or their own special classification. And people might panic at that and then they they might resent it. Because panic tends to resent the truth. It, it, you know, again, it's just I I just think people need to have this infusion of courage and it's coming. We're going to talk about it today. We talked about it yesterday. We're, we are watching this courage unfold before our very eyes. Truth is incontrovertible. Panic may resent it. 
ignorance may deride it. To deride it, something means to laugh at it. It means to scorn it. It means to mock it. And people that are ignorant, ignorant to the truth, don't understand it. They're going to laugh at it. This would be um, this would be the the blue hairs maybe on Instagram, the blue and purple hairs out there in the Twitter sphere and or the X sphere, and on Instagram, people that would laugh and scoff and and mock, mostly because they're ignorant. They they just don't understand. So in this in this case in California where the where the mother's daughter was being transitioned by the school without mom's knowledge, without mom being aware. This was going on for five, six months. By the time mom found out about it from grandma, by the way, mom goes to the school board and she's demanding answers. She wants to know how it is that her fifth grader is being socially transitioned by the school counselor without mom's knowledge. Mom is trying to wrap her head around this. She's trying to understand it. She, she herself is going through breast cancer treatments, and her father recently passed away. So this fifth grader is experiencing these things. Her grandpa's passed. Her mom is going through cancer treatment. And she's feeling anxious. She has some anxiety. She's feeling depressed. There's depression setting in. These are normal responses for a fifth grader who would be going through this sort of thing. And when the fifth grader approaches the school counselor, well, the school counselor suggests that, you know, maybe she might be a boy. Maybe that's why she's anxious and depressed because she's trapped in the wrong body. And the school counselor then begins to socially transition her. And when the little girl wants to wants to talk to her mom about it, the counselor says, no, no, you no, uh-uh, you can't do that. No, we got to keep mom in the dark. So by the time mom finds out, she goes to the school board. She just wants answers at the school board meeting. And this is in the article that we read a few days back. At the school board meeting, there is a group of the, the blue and purple haired types and they begin to roll their eyes, they begin to scoff, and they begin to laugh, and they begin to they begin to do these things and cause this disruption and almost heckle, heckle the mom. You know, the mom said, My daughter's being bullied because of what's happening at school, because she's being socially transitioned, and the other kids are starting to bully her because of this. When the mom said that, the you know, the peanut gallery just started to to laugh and, and mock and scoff. And the school board, they did nothing to stop it. All right. This is what this is what Churchill is saying. Ignorance may deride it. People that are ignorant, they're going to laugh and scoff at the truth. They they don't understand. And then malice may distort it. You have got a group of people in the hierarchy, in our government, in our school leadership throughout really leadership in this country that are their sole intent is is to distort the truth they are interested in distorting it they want to they want to turn it into into something that's difficult to see when you distort something you know you you kind of change it a little bit you 
you make it fuzzy. You make it unclear. You, you make it difficult to find or difficult to see. You don't change it completely. You just kind of, you know, just enough. You tweak it just enough where it's almost impossible to recognize. You distort it. But to finish Churchill's quote, he says, you know, but there it is. It's incontrovertible. And so in this, within within Churchill's quote, I've, I, I see four groups of people. The people that are out defending the truth, that know it's incontrovertible. That would be people on these, these school boards in California that are standing up. That would be parents that are going to school board meetings that are reading some of the some of the textbooks that are in their kids' libraries. That would be this this group and this element in this country that is fed up. And we want our we want our schools back. We want our children back. We want our country back. We want Judeo-Christian values back. We want morality back. This is that group. And then we have the group that 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 fits into this quote that says panic may resent it. That would be, I think, our friends on the right that are just a little nervous about us speaking the truth because I don't want to be canceled. I just, oh, I don't want to be canceled. I just, oh, I resent it because I just want to get along. I want to go along to get along. You know, I just, I don't really want to make waves. I don't want to ruffle feathers. I just, you know, can't we just kind of get along here and let's just do what they ask us to do and it'll be all right. Let's just kind of, you know, and we we talked about Coach Kennedy a couple of days ago when I said Coach Kennedy had this great opportunity to be one of these individuals. He did. He had this glorious chance where that school board said to him, Coach, uh, just stop praying at the 50. You can keep your job and everything is going to be fine. Just Just don't go out to the 50 and pray anymore. And he had an opportunity to panic and resent the truth. But he said, no, no, the truth is incontrovertible. I'm going out to the 50 and I'm going to pray. And if you want to, if you want to fire me, then you fire me and I'll see you in court. And that bad boy went all the way up to the Supreme Court and Coach Kennedy won. I wish we had, I wish we had a group of people and I think the more we talk about this, the more we will. We'll have groups of people in droves that leave this, this section of the quote, this section that says panic may resent it. I think they're going to leave that section, and they're going to go and find themselves in the incontrovertible camp. And then the third group in this quote, ignorance may deride it. You know, this is the, this is the group that's just ignorant. They don't understand it. The purple hairs. And then malice may distort it. And this, th these are the evil ones. These are the evil ones and, and positions of leadership that know what they're doing. They realize they're distorting it on purpose, and they're going to keep doing it. But there it is. Nonetheless, there it is. Their truth stands. And my friends, truth will continue to stand. You can't change it. You can't move it. You can't wish that it was something else. You can't will it to be something else. Truth is what it is. It's indisputable. And we have a group of people in this country that are rising up 
they get it. They understand it. And as I said the other day, uh, that courage is contagious. And I feel it becoming contagious. The more news articles I read, the more I see that people are waking up and they're they're getting this 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 spirit of fight in them. <laughs> their, their, their courage is overtaking them. The, the 1776 spirit is upon us. That spirit of 1776, where our founding fathers said, you know what, we're done with this. We have we have tried to, to talk. We've tried to reason it out. We've made appeal after appeal after appeal. And we are done appealing. And that, that same spirit is here. That same spirit is with us. That, that spirit of courage, it's falling on people. And it's, it's falling on people in, in places like California. Now, when we think of California, we think of this bastion of liberalism. You know, we, we call it the left coast. Uh, you know, we think of these, these big cities like San Francisco that are just, you know, being destroyed by, by leftism. Los Angeles just being overrun and overtaken by, by Marxist progressives. But yet there's there's people in California that are rising up. And we listened to, to some clips yesterday. Uh, Sonia Shaw from the, the Chino Valley United School District, she is that school board president out there, and she is standing up. And she is saying, uh-uh, no, we want a policy in place that says parents need to be notified. If their child says, I, I, you know, I... I feel like a boy or I feel like a girl or I, I, I want to transition. And school officials have three days. You got three days. I mean, that's probably even more time. It, you know, that's, that's probably more time. Uh, maybe 24 hours would have been better. But hey, you know, we're going to take it. We're, we're, we're going to take it. And she is standing up and, and, and she's putting her foot down. And that attorney general out there, Bana, Bana, whatever his name is, he's suing her. He is suing the school board. We, we, you know, because they, he, he's saying that they're infringing upon the privacy rights of students. Who cares about the rights of parents? Who cares about the unalienable right of the parent to to raise the student in the way the parent sees fit? No, we don't care about that. We're going to sue you. Mrs. Mrs. Shaw and your school board, because you're not doing what we want you to do. You're not, and 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 so we saw how this 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 ability to be courageous is now sp spilling over into other school boards. Marietta Valley, we saw this school board doing something very similar on a three to two vote. It was a close vote, but they. They instituted the same policy, and they're like, "No, uh-uh. We want our parents to know." Paul Diffley, he's the school board president out there. We we have two people out there that are just um, are rising to the occasion. And and today we're gonna we're gonna pay attention to a third school board, Temecula Valley. I think that's how you pronounce it, Temecula Valley. The school board president out there. Uh, Dr. Kamraski, Kamraski, 
Dr. Joseph Kamaraskri. I hope I'm getting his name right. And this man is just standing up. He is following suit uh, behind Chino Valley and Murrieta Valley. And, and as a matter of fact, in their policy, they cite a copy of the Chino Valley policy. And they're like, we, we like what these guys are doing. We 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 like it. Three days. That's a, that's enough time. All right. Well, we're going to give you time to notify parents. You got three days, not four, not five. We're not going to hide it. You got three days because we believe in the rights of parents. We believe that parents have the right to raise their kids as they see fit. And this, this I'm telling you what. Courage is contagious. I love what's happening in these school boards in California. And I bet we're going to see this all over the country. We're going to start seeing school boards rise up. Matter of fact, I've got in my stack another school board in California. I've got a school, I've got a school board in Florida. Uh, and I I bet if if I if we got time today, we're going to get to it. But it's my prediction, and I predicted this the other day when we were talking about Coach Kennedy. People are going to start standing up. I bet we're going to see people just flat out start praying in public schools. And then we're going to see what happens because there's going to be lawsuits. Absolutely. I mean, we see that the state of California is suing these school districts already. And we're going to start seeing it. But I, I just I love the courage. The courage is contagious. Let's go after it. All right, we're going to dive into it on the other side. This is The Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Hey, everyone. Nurse Kimberly Overton here from Nurses Out Loud. Over time, our cell signaling molecules diminished, leaving us vulnerable to the wear and tear of life. With the Sea of Redox, you can restore and revitalize your body at the cellular level. This is an incredible product that I personally use and can attest to seeing fantastic results, including better sleep, increased energy, improved mood, and a decrease in my joint pain. ASEA supports your immune system, enhancing your body's natural ability to repair itself. It promotes overall well-being so that you can experience a new level of vitality and resilience. It's time to take control of your health and experience the power of ASEA. Visit our online store today at americaoutloud.shop and use promo code OUTLOUD to save 15%. Be sure to tune in to Nurses Out Loud Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. 
Welcome back to The Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. You can find us here Monday through Friday at the 2 p.m. time slot. We are happy that you are joining us. You can also find us on podcasts. Then 24 hours after every show, that show goes into podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. And I actually, I encourage you to, to go back into the Dean List podcast and find parts one through five, where we took the historical deep dive into the Protect Prayer in Schools Act. That if you like history, if you're a if you're a history geek nerd like I am, then I think you will love parts one through five. I I didn't realize it would take us five parts. I thought I could do it in one or two. You know, but once you get into it, it's just uh we just kept going deeper and deeper. So five parts. And even if you don't like history, you know, I, I know there's people that, ah, history, names, dates, I don't know. It's not my thing. It might not be your thing. Give it a listen anyway. You still might enjoy it just because of the of the context, really, of, of where we are, where we find ourselves as a nation, and where we once were, where we used to be. And it would be nice if we could get back to that. And I feel like we're making our way back. I feel like we are. And this courage, this this swell of courage that is that is sweeping over school boards throughout the country, especially in California. Uh, I want to dive into Temecula Valley. I think that's how you pronounce it. Temecula Valley United School District. This is an article from Fox News. On Tuesday, this would have been uh, Tuesday the 8th, I think, or the 6th, Tuesday after Labor Day, I think. They, they approved a policy allowing parents to be notified if their child identifies as the opposite sex. And this is joining a wave of California districts and pushing this kind of measure. And we've, you know, we've highlighted some of these, these California districts. Dr. Joseph Kamraski, Kamraski, Dr. Joseph Kamraski, I want to get his name right. He is the school board president here in Temecula Valley. Here's what he said. To defend parental rights, last night I kept that promise and will always advocate that parents are the cornerstone of education. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Joseph Kamraski, for standing up. He continues. Parents are the heroes in all of this, and I'm just an elected servant that heard their many voices and stood up for them and their kids. All right, I want to I want to point out to you because we're going to hear some some clips here in a minute, but I want to I want to point that quote out to you. Parents are the heroes. I'm just an elected servant that heard their many voices and stood up for them and their kids. So people in this school district, Temecula Valley, are, are becoming vocal. And they, they want the ear of the school board, and they want the school board to know, hey, uh, parental rights are a thing. They're, they're actually a thing. Okay, Parents are in charge. We want to be in charge of our children. We want to be in charge of their education. We want to be in charge of their lives, because guess what? They're ours. They were given to us, and we have authority over them. And this man, God bless him, 
uh, is listening. He he's hearing them and and he's he's saying, okay, yeah, we're we're going to do this. This school board is going to do this because we've heard the the voice of our parents. Okay, that's very clear. We need to we need to make that distinction right now because when we hear a couple of clips, you're you're going to want to juxtapose that. Kamrowski added that the board meeting started on Tuesday at 4 p.m. and lasted until 1.30 a.m. These guys went after it. They absolutely just said, We're, we, well, I'll stay here all night if I have to. We're going to get this done. Uh, Kamrowski added, it was a long night to say the least, but this right thing was done in the end by the majority of the school board here in Temecula. Kamrowski went on to say, Quote, our schools, teachers' unions, county, state, or country do not own our kids. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I love that. I love that because, you know, Democrat leaders today tell us otherwise. They'll tell us otherwise. Joe Biden, you'll get up there and say, oh, they belong to all of us. That was not a very good Joe Biden in impression uh, you know what i tend to use that voice for everybody don't i eh, they just uh you know uh, they belong to all of us they're all our kids no no they're not all your kids hillary clinton oh it takes a village it takes it's gonna take all of us it's such a nice sounding platitude but no you keep your hands off my kids literally and figuratively i will raise them in the way i see fit all right, back to the quote. We the parents do, he says. N nobody else. It's not the government. We're in charge of our kids. And it's our God-given right. Oh, man. See, I, I, I just, this man gets it. He understands. We, we have a God-given, inalienable right to protect, to defend, to look after our children. Oh, if they could just... If the progressive Marxist left could just get rid of God, oh, and then they could get rid of these rights that he's given to us. And then they could control us because all the rights would come from them. That is the objective, my friends. That is the objective of Marxism, to be in total, complete, utter control. And you can't do that when you have a declaration of independence, when you have a constitution that lays this framework and this foundation of freedom in this country, you've got to subvert that somehow. You've absolutely got to subvert it. And they're doing their best to subvert it. But, uh, you know, as Churchill said, the truth is incontrovertible. You can't dispute it. And we are out here to defend it. Okay, uh, my apologies for interrupting Kamraski's quote. Let me get back at it. To this end, he says, we the people, both parents and patriots of this country, have risen and will fight to protect our kids and schools at all costs. Amen. Preach it, brother. Mm-hmm. Ah, this guy is great. To this end, we the people, both parent, parents and patriots of this country, have risen. Oh, boy, here we come. I have got a feeling that the Marxist left, they have finally awakened the sleeping giant. It's taken some time. But when you awake the, the parental collective in this country, and I, I've been saying this really for days, 
what could possibly unite and rally America? What could unite us? And it's our kids. You know, I, I talked about Detroit and the riots in the late 60s, 67. Detroit was just, you know, Detroit's being torn apart. Every part of the city is just, you know, in chaos. And, and then in 1968, something amazing happened in the form of the Detroit Tigers winning the World, World Series. I mean, they hadn't won the World Series, in, you know, since I think 45. And, and they just, they have this team, uh, you know, K-Line and, um, I mean, just Lola, just, just a team of, of stars, really. They got a 30-game winner on that, on that team. And it united the city. It galvanized the city just a year later from 67 to 68. In 68, you got, you know, black people, white people, arm in arm, just cheering on the Detroit Tigers because something unified them. Something galvanized them. You know, it, it was a sport. And that, that something similar is happening now in the country, except it's not an athletic event. It's our kids. It is the protection of our kids that is galvanizing communities together. Because, you know, we understand our kids are the most important thing in our lives. And it, you know, we we see this happening in Maryland. Montgomery County is a mess. In Maryland, it is a mess. So in this county, they are, you know, they're telling parents that, no, you cannot opt out of LGBTQ curriculum in the school. Uh, you know, the, the, the lawsuit was, was kicked out of the Court of Appeals by these parents that wanted, you know, they were suing the school district because of this transgender policy or this, this you know, policy of, of keeping it a secret if their kids wanted to transition. And so these parents are, are suing, and, and the Court of Appeals, you know, said, now yeah, you don't really have standing here, which, you know, we've talked about it. I don't want to dive back into it. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, but it's, you know, the, it's a mess. It's absolutely a mess, but you have... You have Christian parents and Muslim parents that are becoming galvanized. They're linking arm in arm because they're fighting for their kids. Historically, two religions that are antithetic to each other, they're, they're opposed to one another. Historically, two religions that have gone to war against each other. But in this county in Maryland, you, it, you know, it's, the gloves are coming off. And the Muslims and the Christians are uniting arm in arm because they love their children. And they realize and understand that they have an inalienable, unalienable right to, to, to defend, to support, to raise their children. And they're being galvanized. And this is what I'm telling you. It's happening throughout the country. The sleeping giant is awakening and it's exciting. It's it's exciting to be a part of it. It's exciting to watch it unfold. I absolutely love sitting behind this microphone and talking about it. You know, for years I I would talk about it 
at my school at Waterbrook Christian Academy. And and I would talk about it and people would be like, oh man, here comes Bowen again. Well, he he's just going to talk about this some more. And now I have this microphone and I can, I can talk to the world, not only the nation, but the world. Uh, and it's exciting. It's exciting to be alive right now because, because people's eyes are opening. We're, we're waking up as a collective group of parents, as a collective group of American parents, of citizens of this great country. And it's actually, it, it, it's 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 jumping to other countries. And I have an article here in my stack of stuff that talks about Mexico and what's happening in Mexico and how this 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 eruption is spilling over into Mexico. Because my friends, courage is contagious. Isn't it just wonderful? It is. Courage is contagious. And this guy in uh Temecula. Dr. Joseph Kamraski, he gets it. The school board president gets it. Ah, let's support these guys. Let me continue with this quote. Maybe I'll, I won't interrupt myself as much. Quite frankly, he continued, it's not just our school district that should be passing a parental rights notification policy, but all school districts across the state country, and entire world. Yeah, come on. Let's go. He does. He gets it. Let this be a call to action for all parents to stand together in solidarity regarding this issue. Hot deity, that's just what I've been saying. Let let this be a call to all parents to stand together in solidarity. Black, white, uh, brown, uh, male, female, Christian, Catholic, Jewish, Muslim, Buddhist, and I don't know, you just, you know, pick the pick the category that the left loves to use to separate us because they love to put us in classes and divide us. Because guess what? If we can be divided, then we can be the, uh, conquered more easily. If division can set in, you know, the phrase is divide and conquer, right? Let's divide them, let's split them up, split them up, and then let's conquer them. And that's that's the objective. Let's put them into classes, class warfare. Yeah. And then let's pit them against each other. And then let's make them destroy one another while we sit back and take the booty. While we sit back and take the spoils. Well, we then take the treasure while they just kind of nitpick at each other and destroy one another and tear each other down. You know, that's that's what critical race theory is. That's the objective, is to, to pit black people against white people. It, you know, the white people, they're the oppressive. They're the oppressive ones. They've been oppressing black people throughout the centuries. And the black people, they are the oppressed. They're the downtrodden. They're the beaten. And the more they repeat this, and the more they they pit us against one another, then the more we just destroy one another. And they sit back and laugh. But Joseph Komrowski nails it. Let this be a call to action for all parents to stand together in solidarity regarding this issue. Because what can we what can we gather around? We can gather around the protection of our kids. 
we can gather around this idea that 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 yeah, we're going to defend our children. It it, it it doesn't matter. No, this is it. <laughs> I, le- I absolutely love this. And courage is contagious. And this courage is it's rising. Okay, the article continues. This move came after other California school districts, Marietta Valley and Chino Valley, passed parental notification policies. All three school districts prompted California Attorney General Rob Bonta to denounce their actions. You better believe it did. Bonta's out there. Hey, you, you can't do this. What? You can't turn parental control over to parents? Why, that's not even a thing. All right, I'm I'm just, you know, at this point I'm interjecting. <laughs> I'm interjecting because uh, it just it makes my it makes my head spin in disbelief that there are actually people in charge who would object to this. I mean, we get it. We understand it's a Marxist leftist progressive agenda to to literally conquer and, and overtake. They want to destroy the family. So they can then take authority. I get it. But I just think you're a human being. Come on. All right. The 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 article ends this way. The policy included a copy of the Chino Valley policy, which is similar, and that it also requires staff to notify parents if their child wants to dress up like the opposite sex. So uh, these school boards are uniting. They're citing one another. And they're, they're galvanized, and it's, I'm telling you, it's spreading, folks. It's spreading, and I absolutely love it. All right, we will hear some clips on the other side. You're listening to The Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, and sleep deep. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Out loud. Welcome back to the Dean's List. I am Dean Bowen. We are happy to have you along today as we open our eyes and realize that courage is contagious and it's just, it's spreading. It is absolutely spreading. Now, granted, you know, things are bad. You know, sometimes things look bleak. We are surrounded by buffoons, but courage is spreading. 
And you know what's causing it to spread? It's you. It's me. It's us. It's we the people. And these school boards are 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 hearing from us. They they they're hearing from their constituents who want parental rights. And it's filling these school board members with courage. These school board members are realizing, uh, you know what? We got the backing of the people. Let's go after it. We've got the backing of the people. Let's take this thing back. So I implore the the freedom-loving citizens of America, keep it up. Keep the pedal to the metal. Let's keep supporting these school board leaders that want to do the right thing. Okay, as promised, let's get to clip number one. This is an interview that Fox News did with Jennifer Wiersma. She is a school board member of Temecula Valley, and her comments here are interesting. The questions are good. Her comments are interesting. Let's take a listen to clip number one. The Temecula Valley School District holding a special meeting tonight after being hit with a $1.5 million fine from Governor Gavin Newsom. It's all because the school board rejected a state-approved social studies book and other curriculum over concerns about sexualized topics. Jennifer Wiersma is one of the school board members who voted against the curriculum, and Jennifer joins us now. Thank you so much for being here. What is the issue with the curriculum being pushed by Gavin Newsom? Good morning, Todd. Well, let me first say that I represent just one perspective of the board, but thousands of constituents that elected me to protect their children and curate curriculum. So with this fine, it is definitely an egregious overreach. It's outside his jurisdiction and his purview as governor, and the voters feel like they are being attacked. So what's the problem with the book books in question? So when I started the curriculum process, I was looking for three things, a robust curriculum that focused on history, not social studies issues, but geography and civics. We were looking for parental involvement. We also wanted to have guardrails in place so that when it comes to some controversial historical figures of activism, that we questioned the educational suitability and made a wise decision. So we have been going through this process being very careful not to rubber stamp adopted curriculum by the state, but to say what's best for our community and then make the decision. One of the things that stood out to me in my research on this, it does appear that you're trying, not you, but the state of California wants to teach first graders, kids as young as six years old, somewhat sexualized curriculum. So can you wrap your head around, A, that, and then two, why the state of California would want to make that mandatory? I think that it is something that more and more parents are questioning. And here in California, parents are just as concerned as parents in Florida and across the country that we are doing things that are age appropriate. And so at this point with curriculum we've looked at, Harvey Milk did come up in a supplemental curriculum. And when you look at his lifestyle and the fact that he did have a sexual relationship with minors, that was a point for us to pause on because I don't think for eight and nine years old, this is something to talk about. Parental rights is important, and if they want to cover that at home in, within the family, that's great. But at school, it should be the core academics, and that is our focus. Okay, so they covered a lot here. Let's dissect it. Obviously, the first point is the governor is hurt over this school board in Temecula Valley not choosing this state-approved curriculum. 
And why didn't they choose this curriculum? Well, she said they're, they're not in the business to just rubber stamp adopted curriculum from the state. This is a this is a local school board who has local control over their schools. And locally, they get to choose what their curriculum is. It's local. Guess what, Gavin? It's local. All right. The state can 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 suggest, but this school board, they have their own authority. And and she said, we're not just going to rubber stamp. We're, we're not interested in this. It's it's over sexualized. Uh, first, second, third grade, six to nine year olds. We we don't feel like sexual issues need to be part of the classroom curriculum. Let's let parents handle that at home. The classroom needs to teach the core subjects, the math, the English, the science, the history. Uh, you know, I, I this isn't difficult, but Gavin, uh, you know, he's upset about it. And he's going to fine this school board $1.5 million. $1.5 million because the school board refuses to accept the state-approved curriculum that will over-sexualize their six-year-olds, their seven-year-olds, their eight-year-old and nine-year-olds. $1.5 million. This board just said, yeah, we're not doing it. Uh-uh. So she said, when, when we're looking for curriculum, we want, and I, and I love this, she said, we want something that's robust, that will teach history, not issues. We want something that's going to teach a, the proper context of American history and not teach the issues of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. See, it's people have their eyes open. School boards have their eyes open now. Parents have their eyes open now. If if we're grateful for anything that came out of 2020, it's this. It's that kids were sent home. And, you know, for two, three months, they sat in front of a computer screen. And parents had the opportunity to see what was going on. And parents are like, what in the world? What? Why are we talking about these social issues in a history class when we should be talking about history? Why are we talking about critical race theory? Why are we talking about dividing these students, pitting them against one another when we sh when we should actually be teaching history with truth instead of lying to our students about historical events? Let's teach them the truth. But oh, Gavin's not happy about that. Mm -mm. Gavin says no, and if you don't choose what I'm telling you to choose, I'm going to fine you $1.5 million. Talk about a Marxist strong-arm tactic. It's the same thing that he's doing in, in Chino Valley, Marietta Valley, these, these valley school districts. In California, Gavin Newsom is so upset and angry. How dare they stand stand up to him? And this is just this is just a mom 
ladies and gentlemen, this is Jennifer Wiersma is, is a mom who is interested in her children. And she's interested in what her children are being taught. And she's a member of the school board. And did you hear any fear in her voice? I didn't. I, her voice didn't seem shaky to me. There is, um, she seemed very confident. She seemed like a very confident, well-spoken human being who is interested in defending the truth. And just because Gavin Newsom is the governor of California, this lady, <laughs> she said uh, that he needs to stand down. She said this is beyond his purview. He has no place here. This is a local issue. We have local control. She's not afraid of this man. At least I didn't hear it in her voice. She is not the backing down from the title of governor. She's not backing down from this man who has not only the title of governor, but he's probably the the, the darling on the left to, to run for president eventually. He is a, uh, I mean, he's a handsome man. You know, he looks good on TV. He's well-spoken. Uh, I mean, he's deceitful. He's he is a liar. He is he is a Marxist. But you know, I mean, he looks good. I mean, he's handsome. He's got that Harris look back. But she's not afraid of him. She is not. She is not backing down at all. And she said, "Look, just because the state uh, says this is the curriculum, we're not going to rubber stamp it. We're going to look and we're going to see. And if we see that that it's over sexualized." And it's being, you know, sponsored by this man who's had relationship with minors, Harvey Milk. I, I think she she cites. Well, guess what? We don't want any part of that. All right, let's let's listen to the second clip because uh, it gets even better. Let's take a listen. Newsom says the following about you. The three political activists on the school board, basically naming you, have yet again proven they are more interested in breaking the law than doing their jobs of educating students. So the state will do their job for them. After we deliver the textbooks into the hands of students and their parents, the state will deliver the bill along with a $1.5 million fine to the school board for its decision to willfully violate the law, subvert the will of the parents and force children to use an out of print textbook from 17 years ago. Your response. He is speaking out of turn. Local control is everything, and we are still on a trajectory to make that decision. Our students and our teachers will have material in the fall. We are still having that conversation. So for the governor to really what I look at is saber rattling at this point with this board as a mom who stepped up to serve her constituents and who has had children go through this district, it's a place that I love. And I'm going to do my best to continue to work through it. The governor needs to step back. Just ah, and there it is. The governor needs to step back. I mean, you heard her. She said, "Look, I'm 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 a mom. I'm just a mom. But but this is beyond this is beyond his his position. He needs to stay in his lane. And he needs to. I just I I, I love that. He needs to step back." He is speaking out of turn, she said. Local control is everything. Mm, is it ever? So Newsom, 
you know, the uh, the anchor who was interviewing her said that uh, the, the Newsom quote is, if this board won't do their job, we will do it for them. Translation, if this board just, uh, if they just won't take this curriculum that, that we want them to take, then, well, but then then we're, then we're just going to have to force feed it down their throat. That's the translation. If this board won't do their job, we will do it for them. What? Uh, it's, you know, it's just, it's Marxist. It is Marxist control. It's whiny, crybaby, complain, and 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 use a strong arm tactic if this school board is actually going to uh, show some authority and stand up to this bully, this political tyrant. Newsom says they are willfully violating the law. Oh, this is this is rich. He says they're subverting the will of the parents. Subverting the will of the parents. So we heard the quote from uh, the school board president, Joseph Komorowski, who said that he overwhelmingly heard from parents, uh, he, you know, all across the, 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 the state, and, and especially in his local district. He said, you know, we're we're doing what the parents want us to do. Oh, but Newsom, they're subverting the will of the parents. How dare they subvert the will of the parents? They're violating the law, subverting the will of the parents. Oh, and I love this. This one is rich. Newsom was complaining. They use an out-of-date textbook that is 17 years old. So really what this school board needs to do is get rid of those textbooks. And let's go to Aristotle. How about we go to a textbook that is thousands of years old? Because, uh, you know, Aristotle would, he would, he, he would teach him some things. So at Waterbrook Christian Academy, we do teach a rhetoric class to our ninth grade freshmen. And we use the Aristotle text. Uh, Aristotle believes that what separates humans from animals is our ability to speak and to reason. And, and, and he talks about rhetoric as being the, the ability to, to speak, to defend the truth, and to persuade somebody to that truth. Aristotle says that in the dealings of the city, if a counterfeit wins over the truth, someone's to blame because the truth has to be defended. Aristotle believes that. I mean, this is an ancient text. Aristotle teaches the uh, rhetorical appeals of ethos, pathos, and logos. Aristotle believes that ethos, which is the speaker's character, is so important, he calls it, according to one translation, quote, almost, so to speak, the controlling factor in persuasion, the speaker's character, his ethos, is almost the controlling factor in, in persuasion. persuasion. And, and Gavin has this, um, you know, he's got this ethos that just has people fooled. Pathos is the second appeal. It concerns the emotions, and it can be a real trouble spot for rhetoric because of the potential for manipulation and abuse. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Because you you appeal to to people's emotions. You're slick when you're speaking and you appeal to their emotions and you get them riled up. This is what students would learn if they would read Aristotle, Gavin. It's definitely older than 17 years old. Rhetoric looked a lot back then in Aristotle's day as it does now. Overdoses of the emotional appeal, disregard of wisdom, and plenty of suspect speakers. Mm, Wow. Doesn't that pinpoint the leaders in California? Aristotle says that judgments tend to be made based more on feelings of friendship or hatred or self-interest than on clear-sighted prudence. Come on, Gavin. This textbook is thousands of years old. What do you think about that? Uh, to the to the school board in Temecula Valley, I say you blow the dust off of the textbooks and you break up some Aristotle because he will teach the students a thing or two. Absolutely, he will. Truth deserves to be defended. We have to defend it. And that's happening. It's happening in the school board. It's happening in California. It's happening in school boards all across the country. Ladies and gentlemen, let's keep it up. Let's keep defending the truth. That's all the time we have for today, America. Thank you for joining us today. Get out there and encourage your friends and family to get on the Dean's List. Let's unite to renovate the age. 